0: Now, in the stressless in studio this morning is Wendy Patton, and she is with COCC. Wendy, good mornings. Good morning. Very nice to have you here today. I appreciate it. Thank you. So, um, tell me first of all uh, about your position at the college.
1: So, I'm the charitable giving officer at COCC Foundation. I've been there almost a year, and I fundraise for student scholarships. The foundation is the nonprofit of the college.
0: Okay, we'll talk about that a little bit more. First, a little bit about you and your background. So you've only been here less than a year now?
1: Less than a year. I moved to Central Oregon for this opportunity. Um, I've been in the community college world for most of my career, fundraising for student scholarships for many decades now.
0: And where'd you come from?
1: I was working in the Columbia Gorge. I was at the Columbia Gorge Community College and then before that out at Mount Hood Community College. So definitely uh, enjoy being in that environment where we fund educational opportunities for students.
0: Okay. So you are with the COCC Foundation. What exactly is the COCC Foundation?
1: So all of your colleges have a foundation that's the nonprofit arm of a community college and so for instance someone who wants to donate funds or in-kind items they donate that through the foundation which we then are able to offer a tax id for uh, or excuse me a tax deduction for folks who make that donation and then of course give that to the college to use as they need whether it's equipment um in the case of funds when people donate money that we use towards scholarships that we award each year for students and so i like to think of us as just kind of the nonprofit arm of the community college
0: so you're on the on the end that's trying to bring items or cash in to go towards needs of students
1: absolutely yep I work on connecting with folks in the community businesses individuals some folks who want to leave the college in their will they want to leave a legacy that's going to help students for years to come after well after you and I are gone
0: how do you go about doing that job that's a great
1: question um Part of it is just getting out there and building relationships. You know, I belong to a local rotary club. I try to show up and volunteer and help where I can and introduce folks to the great work we do. I'm out sharing what our students are achieving, what the need is, and really trying to bridge that gap between what our students need to be successful and maybe what the community finds valuable when they think about supporting students, supporting the next generation. Um, You know, it's very different. Back when I was in school, I paid $30 a credit, now credits are over $100. So students are facing a lot more uh, more expense everywhere, not just here in Central Oregon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now you've been doing this for some time in, in different locations. I know you've only been here a short time, but in your short time here, how does Central Oregon compare to other places you've been regarding giving to the foundation?
1: That's a fantastic question. The biggest thing I see here is what an incredibly giving community And the uh, Central Oregon Community College is kind of the darling of this community. It's been around. We'll be celebrating our 75th anniversary next year. That's a long time. We're one of the oldest community colleges, if not the oldest, in Oregon of all 17. And so this community just, everyone I talk to, being the new kid, I'm meeting a lot of new folks, everyone has some connection to that college, whether they took a class, whether they got their degree, their their, uh, child goes or their grandchild goes. Everyone has some connection, even like a community ed class that we offer, like you know pottery. So it's been a really smooth, nice transition into this community because it's incredibly giving, and the college has great leadership, has had great leadership for a long time. I think the community really trusts them to do a good job, to do what they say, and you just see the benefits of the great work we do all around this community.
0: Let's talk about some of those benefits. How does, does the foundation help students?
1: So we have an incredible amount of programs. Now, remember, I'm on the foundation side, so I'm not as familiar. But, you know, students can come and get a two-year transfer, head off to a four-year university. They can also do a year and get what I call a CTE program. It's a um, career or tech education. So, for instance, someone who wants to just, not just, but is just there to get their massage therapy uh, and then step out into the work world or aviation or auto repair, there's a variety of classes or programs that are just a career tech program. Quickly, it allows students to get out in the workforce, sometimes in less than a year or about an academic year, and they're making a livable wage. And then of course, for folks who are retired or just wanna have a little fun, you can do a community ed class. So there's really something for everyone, whether you're graduating and heading, wanting to do two years before you step into a university, whether you just want to get a certificate and get out in the working world quicker, or you've got a little extra time and you want to you know, learn how to do pottery, maybe singing. Some of our community ed classes are amazing. I took a cell phone photo class and learned a lot more about my cell phone. So even at my age, I can be taught. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the foundation is involved with the Madras campus expansion.
1: Yeah, is that, that is a really exciting thing we have coming up a little early. You're going to want to stay tuned for more information. We'll be doing a public launch pretty soon you can go to our website and learn a little bit more but basically the bean foundation donated land and we are going to expand the campus i think literally doubling if not making it a little bit bigger there'll be a two-story building built the upstairs is going to house uh, like nursing programs and uh, medical assistant programs the downstairs is going to house basically early child education programs so People who, students who want to learn about being an early education instructor, uh, also daycare, there's like over a 100, a wait, wait list of a 100 in Madras for childcare. And this expansion could pretty much take care of that waitlist and provide this great opportunity for children to have a safe daycare environment and students to come and learn about early education. So it's going to be a, it's just exciting. It's really exciting that we're going to be able to offer that.
0: The foundation is involved in a number of different ways. Aside from scholarships, you also have a food bank?
1: We do. And actually, the foundation isn't as involved with that. But I appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit about that, because it's a great need. So our student government has really is really taking the lead on that. They have received a few grants from Neighborhood Impact um, to help f- uh, the food pantry. We have a food pantry on all of our campuses but we're just finding the need is great. Um, We serve almost 400 students a month out of that food pantry. So if anyone out there is interested in donating, there's always a need for hygiene products, things like shampoo and conditioner, body wash. And then of course, kids are studying, they're working hard. So those easy snacks, quick foods, we all grew up going to college on Top Ramen, so that's still a need. (laughs) So anyone interested, they can make those donations at the Coate Campus Center, which is in Bend, our main campus the student government have an awesome office set up there in room 208. And so always looking for donations to support that.
0: Can you tell me some numbers, uh, either numbers coming in uh, of dollar amounts or uh, the the amounts that students are able to be helped or have have all of them been able to be helped?
1: As far as the food pantry, I don't don't think we're able to meet all of the needs. I think we're doing really good. We have, of course, our... um, dorms and those students that we help there as well as students who don't live on the dorms. So I don't, I don't believe we are meeting all the needs. I think we're doing a darn good job, but we're also seeing a higher need this year than we have in years past.
0: Okay. How about the scholarships?
1: So scholarships, um, I'm really proud of how much we award. We award almost a little over $2 million a year, which is a huge amount of money. But what's heartbreaking is that's really only 25% of the students who apply. So for an example, you know, 1,300 students apply, they're qualified, and we award about 375. Um, So I sure wish we could fund them all. And that is my hope as a charitable giving officer at the foundation. I would love to see uh, I get to leave a legacy in the next 10, 15 years where we fund all of our scholarships. But the other thing the foundation does, and we do award almost eighty thousand a year in emergency funds and child care funds. So it's not just a foundation scholarship. You know, there's life. We all know what it's like to have to put snow tires on or put gas in our car. And when you're living pretty tight going to school, all of those wraparound services are really vital too. So I'm I'm happy that we can offer some emergency grant money for students and sometimes childcare help as well.
0: So how do you go about this fundraising and this time of year I would think that as we're getting toward the end of the year this is a a major time for you.
1: Absolutely you're right this is kind of my time to shine and the busy time for the foundation so we always encourage folks to take advantage of the year-end giving cash donations to fund scholarships that's just writing a checkout you're going to get a tax uh, deduction for that some folks are at a place in their life where they're dealing with their ira they're doing they're required to do and take an rmd their required minimum distribution that is something that they can donate to the foundation it's something that they're required to do or they pay taxes on they get that tax deduction it lowers their overall annual income and helps them on their taxes so for folks who are in retirement there's still a possibility and a way to help and then of course i love sitting down with folks and talking about leaving the college in their will Maybe everyone in the family is doing well. Maybe there isn't a lot of children to leave anything to. And so sitting down with the the foundation and talking about what kind of legacy do you want to leave for generations to come? And that's one of the best parts of my job is knowing that we can sit down and talk about what a long-term plan giving gift looks like for the foundation that could help, you know, 10, 20, 30 students a year for many years to come. So,
0: Wendy Patton with the COCC Foundation. How do folks get a hold of you?
1: You can reach me uh, on our website, and that is at www.coccfoundation. And then, of course, email is wpatton, P-A-T-T-O-N, at cocc.edu. All
0: right. Wendy Patton with COCC, with the COCC Foundation. Appreciate you being in today.
1: Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.